Can't Wait for Christmas is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Hey, buddy, what you doing? Is it Christmas yet? No, sorry, not yet. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait for Christmas either. In fact, let's celebrate now. <laughs> Welcome to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. June 25th, 2023, and that means there's six more months until Christmas. Today on the show, we'll go across the pond and learn about an English holiday tradition, the Christmas cracker. I'm also getting my whole family involved in reviewing some Christmas essential oil fragrances. In addition, I'll give you a tip to put Christmas in front of your eyes any day, and we'll launch the final part of round one of Merry Music Madness. Okay, let's start the show! Yule Believers, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. The podcast all about Christmas history, Christmas traditions, Christmas media, and everything else Christmas. I'm your host, comedian and guy doing his best to stay on the nice list, Tim Babb. Today is a special day in the hearts of all Christmas lovers. It's Leon Day, the halfway point to Christmas. So, as we do every year, let us sing the official Leon Day carol. Yes, my friends, every day from now until Christmas, we have less days to wait than we've already waited. So we're that much closer to candy canes, carols, and cocoa. But before we get into the show proper, I'd like to take a minute and shout out the return of one of my favorite podcasts. Last year, we thought we were saying goodbye to the Mousedalgia podcast, but they are back on your RSS feeds. Jeff Bam has restarted the show after the best year ever, and they've already been two new episodes since we last recorded. And the latest episode, as I'm recording this, our band leader, Kristen, was back on as a special guest. So welcome back, Mousedalgia. It's good to have a fun and classy Disney podcast in our mouse ears again. I hope you don't mind we're sort of biting your intro. What does that mean? Well, imaginary listener, it sounds kind of like Kermit the Frog. The name is Carl. Mousedalgia's intro was, Welcome to Mousedalgia, your podcast all about Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, and everything else Disney. Okay. And moments ago, I introduced this show by saying, Welcome to Can't Wait for Christmas Podcast, the podcast all about Christmas history, Christmas traditions, Christmas media, and everything else Christmas. Oh, you totally ripped them off. No, 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 it's an homage. I changed our intro to that in a subtle tribute to them. Can you copyright an intro? Like, I wonder how much you're going to be sued for. Okay, you ruined a nice moment. Let's just get to our first segment because I need a little Christmas now. We need a This Christmas Now tip is one that I've been meaning to share with you for years, but I never remember until our July episode, and by then it's too late. It's gotta be June. Let me explain. Many years ago, I was at the checkout line at my local hardware store. It was in the run-up to Christmas, so they had several Christmas items close to the register as impulse buys. I was looking them over when I saw a rack of glasses that kind of looked like those old 3D glasses. Not the ones you get if you go to a 3D movie today, or the kind you get when you go on Star Tours or Muppet Vision 3D. I'm talking about the old cardboard ones with the red and blue lenses that they used to give out in the 50s. Only these Christmas glasses weren't red and blue. The lenses were 
pretty much clear, and the frames each had different Christmas iconography on them. Santa, reindeer, snowflake, angels, that kind of thing. It turns out they're called holiday specs. So of course I had to try one on, and what they do is they turn every point of light into one of these Christmas icons. For instance, I put on the Santa ones, and every point of light was a Santa head now. So every light on the Christmas tree was a Santa head, the street lights across the street were Santa heads, even little points of light reflecting off chrome bumpers and things were Santa heads. So I got one of pretty much every kind, the reindeer, the snowflake, all that stuff, so I could have a little extra Christmas in front of my eyeballs. Here's the thing. These glasses work all year. You don't have to just use them at Christmas. If you feel like adding a little Christmas to your life, you can just pop these on anytime you want. Well, except while driving. You really don't want anything obstructing your vision when you're driving. But you may be wondering, wait, wait, why is this so important to have in your June episode? Well, in a few weeks, we're going to have a big holiday here in America, the 4th of July, our Independence Day celebration. And one of the main tenets of this particular holiday is fireworks. With these glasses, fireworks turn into big Christmas explosions in the sky. So I've always wanted to suggest that people wear these during the 4th of July. Granted, they are a little hard to find in stores this time of year, but a few years back, I did find some still on sale at a grocery store in mid-July because the staff just never took down the display. But if you want to get them in time for this year's 4th fireworks, you can go to the Holiday Specs website and buy some now. The only catch is they only come in packs of 25. Or I've seen them on eBay and Amazon, too, if that's what you want to go. But this isn't an ad. Like, they're not paying me to say this. I'm not trying to shill for you to go out and buy these things. My hope is that you or someone you know already has a pair, maybe. Because they tend to give these out at, like, Christmas fairs or other Christmas events. They're just, like, little door prizes. That way, if you have them, you can dig them out and you can use them to watch a fireworks show and add some Christmas to it. Uh, Speaking of something that's not an ad, but might sound like one, let's move on to five golden things. So you are no doubt aware that I'm a big Disney fan, particularly Disneyland, so I get a fair amount of ads targeting me for that exact reason. One recently caught my eye, it was for a business called The Magic Candle Company. What they do is they make a lot of scented products that have the smells of various parts of a very particular group of theme parks that they go out of their way not to mention by name because I'm sure they don't want to meet the business end of a very well-funded legal team. But they have scents that I saw like Pirate Smell or Dole Whip, things like that. And I was looking through the catalog to see if there was anything I wanted, and I noticed they had multiple Christmas options. In fact, they had six that I counted, and I thought, that would be enough to do a five golden things list, if you include an honorable mention, as I often do. So I waited for a sale and bought all six Christmas fragrances in essential oil form. Now, they have other options like candles, air fresheners, room sprays, but I picked essential oils for a very specific reason. My sons have a diffuser in their room that they use at night, and I thought if I got the essential oils, they could help me rate them with some help from my lovely wife as well. So, it's going to be a little different than our usual five golden things, because you'll hear us discussing the different fragrances as we pick which one in order based on name, and then at the end, we will rank them all based on fragrance. Okay, so let's go across the hall from the Christmas cave to my son's room and rank the Christmas scents from the Magic Candle Company. All right, so now we are picking which one of these Magic Candle Company Christmas scents we are going to pick. So we're going to pick them by name. Christmas Parade, Polynesian Christmas, Haunted Holiday, Pirate Christmas, Christmas Down on Main Street, or Little Old Christmas Shop. I'm going to say Pirate Christmas. Uh, yeah, me too. Okay. I'm going to do three drops. One. What do you think it? Smells good already. Two. That's 
three. All right, let's see what makes this Christmas piratey. All right, mommy's here, so we can all judge. Oh, it already smells like pie. Huh. 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 Oh, it smells like like. I can't tell what it smells like. It's kind of strange. I'm not getting a. T I'm getting Christmas, but I'm not getting a lot of pirate. <laughs> I'm already putting in one star because I, I just. <laughs> Don't mainline it straight into your nose. <laughs> I'll say that right now. Oh, oh boy. It's, it's, it's getting to me. That's half of the star. What is that smell? I know. I guess I don't need to keep putting my nose so close to it. Wait, I think that's our... That's like, it's coming in plenty strong for me. Okay, so... Do you recognize that smell? We're already in two stars. It's a fruity type smell, but I Kinda. can't place it. You think it's like cranberry or... <laughs> it could be cranberry. Mulberry, something. <coughs> it made me cough, but that is not um, one that star. All right, general impressions of uh, a pirate Christmas. <coughs> um, two out of five. Two out of five stars. Yeah. Not a strong start. Actually, two and a half. I think two and a half. Some allspice. I um. It definitely has a spice to it. Yeah. I'd say I like it. But I was really excited to see if they could capture Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, uh, and like, Christmas in one set. But yeah. the Christmas kind of overpowered the Pirates. I didn't get really a lot of Pirates. I got a lot of Christmas. In fairness, other than smelling like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, I don't know what Pirates smell like. Fair. And I imagine if I did, I probably wouldn't want to smell it. Fair. But, like, go, judging on hoping to see the Pirates of the Caribbean ride smell... I have to lower my judgment to a 7 out of 10. All right. Two and a half stars and 7 out of 10. All the things in Haunted Holiday. They're all Christmas. Oh. I was like, holiday. technically, all right. I was like, technically, you chose last night, so James could choose tonight. Oh, Little Old Christmas Shop. All right. Okay. Let's little do Little Christmas Old Christmas Shop. Ooh, that's an intense pine smell. Hmm. Ooh. Don't Oh, that is, that is a very pleasant odor. That is a very... Oh, that's, that's one and a half stars. Okay. That is... Wow, that bad? No, one and a half stars already. Wow. Okay. Not that bad. That's good. But I got... I feel like one and a half stars is not good. One and a half stars is not good. It's a little bit pungent. Oh, 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 oh. I just noticed... Pungent um, or... Some more. I I'm guess. gonna I'm gonna up it up to two stars. <laughs> oh, that's good. I wouldn't put it directly next to your nose though, because it I, makes you sneeze. Yeah, yeah, sneeze maybe you're allergic, over here. Maybe you're allergic to pine. But like, yeah, it is a deep pine. I'm really almost liking this. Like I'm a forest, really as like, opposed I, to like. I like it so much. I'm adding a Christmas a, tree. Two and a. Half. All right, so no one can get past this. I'm um, not feeling any like side effects to the throat. Yeah. This is really good. Really? Have you noticed your congestion from sneezing so much? Okay, but aside from that. Oh, um, it doesn't actually make me cough, so I'm going to add another half. So we're at three stars, so it's better than ever. I'm not getting it, like, I'm getting a lot of Christmas tree. Instead of, like, actual Christmas tree, I'm more getting, like, artificial Christmas tree. Yeah, it does have that artificial Christmas tree smell. But, again, but I, I do enjoy that yourself. scent. I would definitely recommend this scent. I would give it an 8.5 out of 10. I might raise it to a 9, seeing uh, what the other competitors are like against it. It's a really good scent.
All right, and James, where did you land on it? Three stars? All right, so it was three stars, uh, so three out of five, very delightful and fruity sensation. All right. All right, so here's our choices for tonight. I was thinking Christmas Parade. Here goes one drop. We're only doing one. I feel like it was super potent last night with two, but I'll do two. Oh, we only did two last night? Yeah. Uh, Because we did three the night before with the pirate one. You guys were like, (laughs) in my throat. I don't think it was because of that, but... I'm getting a fruity sensation. Yes, I am. Kind of coconutty. Yes, coconut. That's weird. I would have assumed that would have been the Polynesian one. Yeah. But the thing is, it's pleasant. Yeah, but I don't, I don't get a Christmas vibe necessarily from it. Yeah, kind of more of a late... Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's some sort of sugar cookie or something going along with it. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of sugar cookie. So but... I think that's what it's supposed to be, like... Sugar cookies and coconut. All right, so I haven't smelled it. Oh, yeah, so that's already star. <laughs> Alrighty, this one's star. Okay, it's good. It's not at the level of little old Christmas. I mean, it's a pleasant smell. It doesn't, and it, you know, it has a vague, sugary, Christmas. sweet. Yeah, but like, I just. Not, I'm not thrust into Christmas. Yeah, I. They, yeah, if I were buying this completely for Christmas, like all, like if I was trying to get a full Christmas ambience, and I bought this, I would be disappointed. A bit. But like, if I bought Little Old Christmas, I would be satisfied. Oh. Overall, it wasn't bad. Overall, it was 7.5. Two and one ninth. Wow, that is specific. Not a half, not even a fourth, a ninth. I like it. Because it's so good and it beats um, Pirate Christmas. Because first I put it at a two. <laughs> first I put it at two, which was worse than Pirate Christmas. And I was like, wait a minute, Pirate Christmas. It's trash. Wow. Harsh. I think tonight we were going to go for a haunted holiday. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I would like to add um, the little old Christmas shed, was it? Little old Christmas shop? Yeah. Little old Christmas shop, I'd like to add after this, um, we will be using it again, if that's okay. Alright. Yeah, hey daddy, uh what is it called? Spooky Christmas? A haunted holiday. Okay. Um, Which I'm sure is in no way related to the haunted mansion holiday attraction at Disney's Disneyland Resort. Holiday. I hope it is. Which uh if I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction for what this smells like. Well I guess I'll say it in my head and then tell you afterwards if it indeed smells like that. Perfect. Diffusing. Well that's already like a star. Just for presentation. Hmm. Kind of coconutty, but not exactly coconut. Yep, that's exactly what I thought it would be. It's not coconut. It's kind of coconut. It's gingerbread, baby! Oh, that's... Probably based on the fact that they have an actual gingerbread house in the middle of the Haunted Mansion holiday that they designed. Like, they're probably in the middle of designing it right now. They have a different one, a big elaborate gingerbread house in the middle of it every year when you're going through the scene where, where everybody's dancing. And oh. and it off it like it has a strong gingerbread smell when you're in there, and I was like, oh, I bet this is haunted holiday is just their way of saying it smells like gingerbread. But there's something else added to the gingerbread, like slime. No, I, I imagine it's not slime. 
it's a very it's a very mild smell compared to certainly compared to the pirate one. Granted, that was three drops. This was only two. Uh, but even the yeah, which one would we be trying again to see if that will get any better? Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna... Uh, the parade one I feel like was nice and powerful. Yeah, it's pretty good. This one is a very subtle. And the little old Christmas is also subtle. Not subtle. Oh, not subtle. It was powerful but good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, any thoughts on this, guys? In terms of where it ranks amongst the other ones. All right, this okay. is a three and one fourth out of ten. Out of ten? Out of ten? I seven five. Okay, I was like, out of ten? I would say uh, it could be my biased opinion, but I'm not a huge fan of gingerbread. But I'm, but I'm not getting... I don't know. I'm not hating it, so... Michael Raves, I'm not hating it. Run, don't walk to the store and buy Haunted Holiday. Or walk. Don't you know, don't don't beat yourself up about it. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. And three point four out of five. Alright, James, it is your turn to pick of the last two left. So you actually make the last choice. Because tomorrow night the choice will be made for you due to the lack of any other ones left. Christmas. All right, get back on your bed. Polynesian Christmas is go. Oh, that's a star. Hmm. One star already. Maybe one and a half stars. Strange. We're starting with I can't one. Put a finger on what the smell is. It's like um coconut, but like uh, with another fruit mixed in. It's like I, I eat a little pineapple. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's just because it's called Polynesian Christmas, and that's what I'm thinking. But I was thinking the same thing. Most I shouldn't put my nose right in it. I keep making that mistake. But it's not super strong. Yeah, and I'm not just I'm just not putting been putting the flavor. And you know what? I'm Maybe also... I will add a one more drop and see if that helps. Oh, okay. Right. I smell it more now. Yeah. It smells good. It has a floral scent to it. But I'm not getting Christmas. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Like, if you're buying this solely because I love Christmas and, oh, Polynesian, then maybe it's be- holy. <laughs> you will get it, Chief. Let me take a little. <laughs> a little bit. <sighs> like, if you're. If, like, your main buy point of. Uh, selling point of this is that it's Christmas, you are going to be very disappointed. Like I mean, this- unless you asso- associate Christmas with Polynesian flower smells. Yeah, yeah. In which case, you are in luck. You just hit the mother load. So, I'd say... The jackpot? Sure. Wait, so... Okay, so far, so far it's the same as Pirate Christmas. Um, oh, wow. So far. Okay. It wasn't a bad spell. Is it better than Pirate Christmas? Yes. It just did not impress me very much. So, I have to say 6 out of 10. Is it better than Haunted Holiday? You're asking Michael? Yes. He said yes. He liked Haunted Holiday better. All right. So. You're allowed to have your own separate opinion, James, if you want. Ugh. Okay. I think that third drop was too much. Yeah, oh, then we need yeah. to test out Pirate Christmas one more time. Yeah, without without the without the third drop. Are we still recording? Yeah, we are still recording. Oh, you know what? I put it in my pocket, so the recording is going to be muffled for a good chunk of it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> for the part where I give my rating. Oh, dear. So my rating is three... 
and one fourth exactly like Haunted Holiday out of five. So, our last one is Christmas Down on Main Street. Oh, you know what? It's Christmas Down Main Street, not Christmas Down on Main Street. That has already a very similar smell to Haunted um, Holiday. I sense similarity to Haunted Holiday, but I sense something else that I cannot put my finger on. It smells good, so that's like sugar cookies. Kind of, but more gingerbread. Yeah, it does have a sugar cookie gingerbread smell. Yeah. But I feel like the Haunted Holiday executed it a little better with like, I don't know why, but I just feel like they executed it better. I'm not feeling it that much. Okay. It's not bad. It's just could have been executed better. So, overall, I give it I'm getting, a 7.5 out of 10. And as a small edit to my little old cabin, what was it? Uh, little old Christmas shop. Yeah, little old Christmas shop. I'm changing it to a 10 out of 10. Oh. Okay. Like, if like you had, if you really wanted to buy one of these and you wanted Christmas to be embodied in it really well, definitely would recommend it. Yes, I would really enjoy it. So I would say it's three and one. Let's see. Let's see if we can rank them. I'll pull. I'll pull them all out now. Number five. What would you say is number five? There, I think it's probably this one. You think this is number five? Yeah. Probably number five is uh, Parade. Not Parade. Uh, Main, Main Street. Number four. Uh, I say Christmas Parade. So yeah. Christmas Down Main Street is number five, then Christmas Parade is number four? Yeah. yeah. Number three. I would say Polynesian Christmas goes next. It's number three? Yeah. Because yeah. that's actually my rating. Three and one fourth. Okay. Number two. I'd say Haunted Holiday, Holiday is next. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. So that's number two. Honorable Mentions. So, I'm guessing Honorable Mention is going to go to uh, Pirate Christmas? Probably. Until in, in we give it another sniff. Number one. And for number one, sweeping it and just destroying the com its competition, Little Old Christmas Shop. For sure. Good stuff. So that turned out a bit more chaotic than I had anticipated. I probably should have made a better plan for how we'd rate each one and how the recording process would go. But you know what? Sometimes you just want to flip on the mic and have some fun with your kids. Also, my boys wanted it known that Pirate Christmas may have gotten an unfair shake because we used three drops of it, whereas for the rest, we only used two. So maybe three drops made it too strong, and that's why we all coughed. Unfortunately, we ran out of time before this recording to try it again with only two drops. But this was a fun way to spend a week of bedtimes with my boys and a fun way to get a little Christmas in our summer. I put links in the show notes to the different fragrances, but I do want to reiterate, this is not an ad. I mean, you can imagine I would have cut out the part where we were hacking our lungs out while smelling the pirate one if this was an ad. So yeah, I don't get any money from them or have any incentive for you to buy this stuff. It's just... If you heard this and you're like, hey, I'm interested, rather than having you search around the web for it, I figured I'd make it convenient and put it in the show notes. And if you do happen to try it, uh, let me know what you think, especially, and this is not Christmas related, if you try some of the other scents. Um, again, I'm not advocating that you buy it, but if you already have, I would be interested to know if the pirate smell smells like Pirates of the Caribbean, what the Dole Whip is, if there's any good ones that really bring home the theme park that they don't want to mention, but we all know what it is. 
Anyway, thank you boys for letting me take over your diffuser for a week. And now it's time for a word from one of the other Christmas podcasts in the Christmas Podcast Network. It's Christmas! Hello, this is Adam from Merry Britsmas. I am a Christmas fanatic from the UK who thinks that the world needs to know more about the traditions, telly and music that helps make a British Christmas really festive. I look at everything from mince pies to Boxing Day to Wham to Slade to the Royal Family to Doctor Who. If you want to find out more about a British Christmas or you are British and want a hit of nostalgia, Check me out at Merry Britsmas. And happy blooming Christmas to you and all. Welcome back. Before we get to our main feature segment, I wanted to give you a tiny peek behind the curtain. I had two big plans for this month's show fall through. I reached out to someone to do an interview for you all, but they never got back to me. I won't say who it is in case we can get them on a future episode. But that wasn't going to happen, so I had to think of something new. Then I thought I'd do a big segment on the movie Batman Returns. Since Michael Keaton was playing the role of Batman again in the new movie The Flash, I assumed I'd just ride the wave of interest by going back and talking about the Batman Christmas movie. But then The Flash movie came out, and it didn't do amazing. Plus, there's issues with the star of The Flash. I was like, eh, I don't want to hitch my sleigh to this problematic reindeer. I'll do Batman Returns another time. So then I was looking for inspiration and I found it in a very unlikely place. I was watching old episodes of the UK show Taskmaster and I came across this segment. Hello! It's part four, it's Taskmaster, and we are in the middle of a festive task. Yes, the best Christmas cracker, that's all they've got to make. Next up is Kerry. When we pull it, Mm -hmm. you have to let your bangers off at the same time. One, two, three, go! Well done, Kerry. Thanks. Uh, maybe a little difficult to pull that uh, particular cracker. I thought you just mm. hadn't quite mastered the system mm. to get the cracker to break. And then Alex leant over to me and went, just so you know, <laughs> that's just a drain pipe. <laughs> Wait, you knew it was just a drain pipe and you still committed to We both thought cracker. one of us might win. <laughs> And I realised I've seen Christmas crackers in a lot of the UK media that I watch, from Doctor Who to Mr Bean, but we don't really have them in America. It's just not a thing here. But they are a bona fide tradition in the UK. So I decided to take this opportunity to learn something new and share it with you. So, come along as we take a closer look at Christmas crackers. If you pull me right in half, I give you things to make you laugh. Paper hats and good advice. Pretty little toys and everything. So if you're not from the UK, you might be thinking, You've said Christmas crackers like 30 times, but I still don't know what they are. Was that supposed to be me? Oh, no, I was just doing a silly voice. Dude, no one wants to hear your silly voices. Noted. Anyway, let me explain what a Christmas cracker is. Because you might be thinking it's a cracker like a Ritz or a saltine, but it's definitely not. What it is is a cardboard tube wrapped in Christmas wrapping type paper, and it's twisted at each end. And what you do is you hold one end and someone else holds the other. You both pull at the same time and the paper rips with a big pop and all sorts of goodies spill out of the tube. And whoever has the tube in their hand as opposed to just the edge bit of paper wins. It's kind of like a wishbone and a pinata had a baby who takes after his uncle firecracker. 
Inside the cracker is a paper crown, which you would then wear on your head for the rest of Christmas dinner, and usually a bad joke and maybe a tiny toy. I think that's a pretty good summary of what a Christmas cracker is from someone who's never actually held one or even set foot in the UK. And now that we know what a Christmas cracker is, where did they come from? Well, this UK tradition was actually an idea that started in France. Ha ha ha, sacre bleu, mais oui! What did I just say about your silly voices? Sorry. You see, back in the mid-1800s, there was a British baker and confectioner named Tom Smith. Smith took a trip to Paris in 1840 and discovered the bonbon, a small sugar-covered almond wrapped in fun and interesting paper. He decided to take that idea back with him to England, but the sales weren't amazing until he added his own twist. He added a little love note or riddle inside each candy wrapper, sort of like a fortune cookie. But even that was enough to get the sales up to where Smith wanted them. But then, according to legend, our boy Tom Smith was sitting by a roaring fire and thought that the popping sound of the fire would be a great addition to the candy. So they added a small charge, kind of like those little things you put in cap guns. It's a recipe that Tom Smith bought from a fireworks company called Brock's Fireworks. That did the trick. Now people were buying these crackers, or Cossacks as they were called at the time. Cracker was just a term that people started using to refer to these sweets, and eventually it caught on and became the official name. Then, my favorite part, they stopped using candy in the crackers and started putting little toys and other trinkets in there instead. This cracks me up, forgive the pun, because if you follow this story, it's Tom Smith trying to figure out a way to sell candy. So he goes to Paris and gets the idea, let's wrap the candy in fancy paper. That'll sell more candy. No? Okay, let's put some riddles in there. Still no? Okay, let's make the candy explode when you open it. Wait, still not enough? Okay, I got it. I got the perfect idea of how to sell candy. We stop selling candy and just sell all the stuff we put around the candy and some trinkets. Success! After Tom Smith died, his sons, Tom, Walter, and Henry, took over his non-candy candy business. It was Walter's idea to add the crowns. After that, the Christmas cracker became a British staple. But what gets me is why hasn't this made it to America? If there's four things Americans like, it's Christmas, explosions, bad jokes, and cheap trinkets. Christmas crackers have all four. What are we waiting for, America? I am calling on Santa to intervene and bring Americans some Christmas crackers in our stocking this year. I mean, yeah, there's bigger fish to fry in the world of problems that need to be solved. But I mean, Santa, if you're not, I mean, you're coming to our house anyway. Could you just throw some crackers on your sleigh? Appreciate it. Now it's time to get the results from the latest round of Merry Music Madness. All year long, we're doing a bracket-style elimination competition to find out who is the ultimate Christmas singer or singing group, as voted by you. Last time was part three of round one. You voted for your favorite Christmas music makers. Now let's see how our merry musicians did. Elmo and Patsy got run over by an Andy Williams, who won 96.8% to 3.2%. Kelly Clarkson said see ya later to see ya, as she won 89.1% to 10.9%. Darlene Love took all the magic away from Wizard by winning 87.8% to 12.2%. The Carpenters defeated Elvis and the Chipmunks 80.6% to 19.4%. And Perry Como outcrooned Louis Armstrong 74.2% to 25.8%. And the acapella stylings of Pentatonix defeated the Ramones 72.2% to 27.8%. And Bruce Springsteen showed the Pogues who's boss 60.9% to 39.1%. 
And in the most contested battle of this competition, the Ronettes squeaked out a victory over the Drifters, 55.4% to 44.6%. So, we'll see all these winners in round two, but we've got one last part of round one. Here's who you'll be voting on this round. Mariah Carey versus Amy Grant. Dean Martin versus Stevie Wonder. Nat King Cole versus NSYNC. The Jackson 5 versus Elvis Presley. Thurl Ravenscroft versus Faith Hill. Brenda Lee versus Burl Ives. Michael Buble versus Nancy Wilson. And the Mormon Tabernacle Choir versus Band Aid. And that's it. The polls will be open until July 24th. You can find the link at can'twaitforchristmaspod.com or on our Twitter or Facebook. It's totally anonymous. You don't have to provide any personal information. You just have to vote with your whole Christmas heart on which one should go to the next round. So get out there and vote and join us next time to see if your favorites will be moving on to the next round of Merry Music Madness. And that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Special thanks to my sons and wife for helping out this episode. And if I'm reading this calendar right, the next episode will be coming out in July, which means it'll be our annual anniversary listener feedback special. So if you've got a topic you want to hear a deep dive about or an idea for a neat little Christmas now or a five golden things list for us, send those in to Christmas at Tancast.com so we can hear about it on the next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. So you got two assignments for the next month. Email your thoughts for the next episode and vote in Merry Music Madness. And maybe tell a friend about the show. You know, it's Christmas in July. It's time to spread the joy. Okay, that's enough for me. Until next time, you believers, keep laughing all the way. And that was Christmas 1983. Actually, Dad, it's 2023. Oh. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes, and email us about it at christmas at tancast.com, we'll send you a free Can't Wait for Christmas sticker. If you'd like to see the show notes or leave a comment on this or any other episodes, you can go to our official website, Can't Wait for Christmas pod.com. While you're there, you'll find a link to our official Zazzle store where you can grab customizable t-shirts, ornaments, stickers, and all sorts of other Christmas-themed items all year long. We'd love to connect with you on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, we are Can't Wait for Christmas Pod. And on Twitter, we are at Christmas Pod. We Wish You a Merry Christmas was performed by the United States Marine Corps Band, and this amazing version of Jingle Bells on the accordion was performed by the wonderful and talented Christian Nowicki. All other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of their individual copyright holders, and they are used for purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is intended. Okay, boys, did I forget anything? God bless us, everyone. Merry Christmas! Mousealgia's intro was Welcome to Mousealgia, your podcast all about Disneyland, Disney California, and Mousealgia's intro was Welcome to Mousealgia's intro was Welcome to Mousealgia, your podcast about Disneyland, Disney California. Oh my gosh. Dave, how do you make this sound so easy?
I mean, now Jeff, but Dave used to do this like week after week, and I he never fumbled and bumbled it that I know of. Granted, I wasn't there for most of the recordings, but yeesh. And you wrote down the name of it, James? What's it called? No, I don't write down the name. You might want to think about doing that so that you can remember one night from the other. Yeah, first one was prior Christmas, and this one was little Christmas shop? Yes. That one was? Okay, good. Thanks. So. Do you want me oh, to write oh, the dear. names of it, James? Well, he just dropped the paper under the bed. <laughs> I'll get it. Nope. Uh, you'll get it. Yep. Do you guys know what Polynesian means, though? Wait, what? We didn't pick it. I know. Do you know what it means? Is that why you've been ignoring it? So it's like Hawaii is a Polynesian. Oh. Uh, But like, isn't this supposed to also represent Disneyland? What would that? I mean, uh, not officially. Uh, I don't know how there is a Polynesian Christmas. I assume something to do with Adventureland and the Tiki Room. Or maybe maybe like Christmas in Hawaii. Yeah. But maybe Alani. Oh, maybe Alani. It heats yeah. it up to 500 degrees Celsius. It does not do that. Sorry, I how need to it, say 600. It doesn't heat it up at all. It's just a light. How does it... How does it... How? Uh, it creates bubbles, which somehow makes it turn into steam. Steam. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. There's like... There's probably like a machine like right there. I mean, yes, the whole thing is a machine. Well, no, I meant like there's like a mechanism like yeah. right there. Hey, mechanism, what's with your wrist? Flip it over. Um, that's toothpaste. What are you doing with, like, how are you putting toothpaste on? <laughs> We're not going to have this part in. What? <laughs> you don't think the Christmas the Christmas podcast listeners want to hear about the toothpaste on James's wrist? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> we lost Mommy. We have lost Mommy altogether. Mommy is lost. All right, this is it. Our last fragrance. This is Ash- it. Do uh, Actually, we're going to do uh, Pirate Christmas again. Cause... But in terms of the recording, we're not going to have a chance to do it again. Oh, we're not going to record it? No. So we can do it tomorrow. Oh. Are you going to edit this? No, you're not. Uh. <laughs> you can just add our edits in as uh, post. Oh, okay. master. Fix it in post. Master edit Michael Bob? I don't think so. I'm giving it another star because I can't smell it good. You're giving it a star because you can't smell it? <laughs> well, that, well, I'm not it's giving not, it a star. It's not the scent's fault. Fragrances. I'm not getting the good fragrances. Yeah, but why would you give it a star for that? <laughs> because it could it could taste really good. It could well, smell what? really good. Yeah, you shouldn't taste it at all. And to end it off, candy, 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 candy. Take my phone and I put it away and now you can't say it anymore. I'm moving to Russia. And the Mormon, and the Mormon tavern, the Morbin, it's Morbius. It's Morbin time. And the Mormon, whew, Mormon tabernacle choir is harder to say than I had imagined. And the Mormon Tabernacle <laughs> And the Mormon Tabernacle Choir This is this is it. This is just 
I'm like the Enterprise causing a temporal causality loop where I just have to try and say Mormon Tabernacle Choir for the rest of my life until all of a sudden Patrick Stewart finds me and I look like Frasier. The geeks know what I'm talking about. And the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, still no, Tabernacle Choir, Tabernacle Choir. And the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, 